This is a Pasco Media production. Please visit pascomedia.com. Hello and welcome to season 2 of our Abiding Together podcast where it is our desire to provide a place of connection, rest and encouragement for all of you who are on the journey of living out your passion and purpose just like us in Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James and I am joined once again by my lovely friends Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger and it's been a while since our listeners have caught up with us so Heather maybe you want to talk about this is a new season of belonging that's what we're going to talk about today maybe you could talk about what you've done this summer girl what you've been up to Well we had a wonderful summer actually a lot of great family time um We have a, a place down by the by a lake, and so we we spent a lot of time playing, a lot of time resting, a lot of time in the sun, and I don't feel bad about it. You know, I think sometimes <laughs> I think sometimes we feel like we need to apologize, like ah, you know, or feel bad about saying we took time to rest. But honestly, it was a a fairly restful summer for us, and it was really rejuvenating, and we just had great family time together. So, but I missed you all. I missed. I mean, obviously we've chatted a little bit, but we haven't done this in a while, and I missed. Yeah. chatting with you both. The latest adventures. Michelle, what'd you do this summer? You're always up to something fun and adventurous. Mm, well, this is the first summer that I haven't moved. The last two summers we moved. <laughs> so it was like relishing in not moving houses are a major change. And so it was great. Um, you know, we did the beach, we did camps, we did vacation with family. We did all of those things, but, um, I realized at the end of the summer that I had not been by myself in my house since the beginning of May and I was starting to oh um, my gosh. twitch like because I was like <laughs> I need some alone time. Like I, the kids would be up late at night because now they're getting older and then the little ones would be up early in the morning so like I had no alone time. And so actually over Labor Day weekend my husband as part of a birthday gift to me took all six kids with him to my mom's lake house and left me in my house by myself for 3 days and it was nice. the best gift ever <laughs> ever and that's so, like the most attractive thing ever isn't it <laughs> yes like being in your own house like Jane Austen says like if you want real comfort stay at home like that is totally true and i didn't even do a lot with friends here i went out to dinner here once or the other day like i was just by myself because i just mm-hmm. needed to be by myself you know and And it was great. It was glorious. And so, um, yeah, but it was a great summer and I'm glad everybody's back in school. Yay! So, um, <laughs> you know, all good. Go. And sister, yeah. sister, how was your summer? You had a busy summer, girl. You were traveling a lot. Oh, yes. Well, we had our our annual community meeting every July. We do that. And so we did that in Corpus Christi, Texas, where I live. And then I packed my bags and went back out on the road again for some Steubenville conferences and different things. But I have to tell you that I went home also for two weeks to visit my mom. And my mom lives out in Washington state and it just was gorgeous weather. And we were outside every day doing projects, one of which ended up with both of us on the roof cutting down branches with a chainsaw and I'll just let like let your imagination go on that That's but let awesome. me just say that I was clinging onto the chimney holding onto my mom so she wouldn't fall off the edge of the roof she just turned 75 by the way so uh yeah I it was an interesting adventure that we had but I loved every minute of it and I just realized more and more I just need to be outside and just enjoy nature you know? okay I yeah. need to get a it, visual for this In habit or out of habit on the roof, like <laughs> on, the roof. <laughs> on the roof, on the roof. Well, you know how I roll, girl. There's the nun on top of the roof. Oh, there you, you know? go. So, okay. 
holding on to my mom so she doesn't careen off the side when she has a eight foot pole chainsaw and she's sawing off branches like that. Oh my god! Well, she yeah, your mom and she's it as a rope or something, you know, to hold on to. Yeah, well, it's like you know, not unlike Rapunzel yeah. people. So yeah, the veil comes in very handy for a lot of things. So. <laughs> I wish I had. Yeah. I wish I had a camera there. That Seriously. would have been awesome. I, me too. And I did. I left my phone in the house. I'm like, this would be. This would be a photo op for days yeah. right here. Yeah. I'm sure my mother would not have appreciated it. But yeah. So when I well, got our- to see you and your you and your mom there briefly in the summer, I just. I stayed up so late, Michelle, talking with, with sister's mom. Like she just, sister's like, I'm going to bed. And her mom just told me all these stories. Like she is a force to be reckoned with. Like I love her. She's so kind and sweet, but she is tough. I was like, (laughs) I wouldn't mess with her. I really wouldn't. Yeah. She's a farm girl at heart and she'll kick your butt pretty much. That's how it works. Oh, that's great. That's so fun. Yeah. Great. Well, I think as we journey in our season two, ladies, it's hard to believe season two that we've got some new things. So our listeners are going to hopefully notice that the sound is so much better. So we totally apologize for all y'all who just couldn't take it anymore and just, you know, stop listening to us because of our sound issues, but we fixed them. So we hope you enjoy that. And maybe, maybe Michelle, you could tell us a bit about the branding. We've always used a tree as part of our, um, icon really for our podcast, but maybe you could tell a little bit about the branding and how that's come along. Cause it's gorgeous. Well, we decided that we wanted to, uh, um, do a new logo that fit more of our personality and be more cohesive um, for our look for abiding together. So one day I was taking a walk and um, I wanted a symbol besides a tree for abiding together. And I was walking and the neighborhood that I live in is in the historical district, but it has all these amazing trees, live oak trees, magnolia trees, I mean, and palm trees. It's a very eclectic kind of tree group in my neighborhood. Um, so there was a tree that was being cut open and you could see the stump and you could see the circle within the stump. Like when a tree is cut open, Mm. you could see the um, circle within the stump. And so I was talking to the guy that cut the tree and he was telling me that this is this tree, like the stump in the inside of it tells a story and you can see how long it lived. You can see what other trees it was connected to. You could also see that, um, the history and the growth and the change mm. and the different storms the tree had weathered. Like he was telling me that the tree stump in the, in the inside, the circle tells a story. And I absolutely loved that. Um, and that was like kind of, so I came back to sister Miriam and Heather. And so that's what we wanted. We wanted, um, abiding together to be that circle, be a circle of belonging, a circle of growing, a circle of transformation, but a circle where there's not a beginning and an end. It's just a community of people that belong together, that tell their story of growing together. And that's what abiding is. It's basically growing together in Christ. And so, um, hence the new circle, the new logo. There we go. I love that because I know Heather, you had a lot to do with that as well. Didn't you? Can you tell all our listeners about that? Well, you know, we, we decided to sort of redo everything. So we redid our website. So if everybody wants to check it out, um, it's abidingtogetherpodcast.com. And we have the new logo on there. And it's much easier to navigate so you can get a hold of the latest episode and um, share share with people what's going on. But yeah, I think, you know, the, the idea of story and sharing our stories and belonging to one another is something very dear to my heart. And that's really the reason why we started this podcast 
podcast was because we wanted to reach out to people who are on the journey. And many of us feel isolated um, in our situations. We're busy. We feel a lack of connection, although we have social media and all of those things. We really find it hard to connect with one another on a deeper level. So this was just our way of reaching out to people saying, hey, we want you to to come and connect with us and feel like you belong mm-hmm. to a community because we're not alone. Although we might feel like it, we are not alone in our world. And um, so this was just a little, a little outreach to that. That's very true. And you had sent Michelle and I, cause when we were talking about trees, I guess we're just nature girls. We should go camping. Anyway, that's a totally different episode, but uh, <laughs> um, no, we should not. No, we should not. <laughs> no, we should not. Okay. Um, let me not. just tell you, this is a story for another day, but I did, um, even at a resort this summer with some friends encountered a scorpion in my room. And once again, it was proven that I am not a nature girl. <laughs> I like trees and I like being outside, but I don't want to deal with all of that. <laughs> But we're not, yeah, like, well, okay, we can, maybe we can think about it. Can we think about thinking about it? Or is that like a total no? We can go glamping. We can go glamping. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because when we were talking about this theme and trees and we're this, the title of our particular episode today is a new season of belonging. And as we all know, the kids are back in school. A lot of us have started university if we're in college or just, there's something about September that even though it's not January, it's a different, but it's a different kind of new year. And so many people, as the kids go back in school or you go back to work or kind of summer winds to an end, you're looking to word new things, or you're trying to look at your life and say, you know, what can I do to grow? And Heather, you had sent Michelle and I uh, some notes on a talk you had heard about the hidden life of trees, which I thought was fascinating. And one of the quotes that we want to jump on today, when we talk about a new season of belonging is this quote that says a tree can only be as strong as the forest that surrounds it. And I know, Michelle, when you and I were talking about this, that really resonated with you. So maybe you can talk, as you're such a gatherer, both of you are, but maybe you could talk a bit about that quote or that a tree is only as strong as the forest that surrounds it. And that's that's why we abide together. That's why we do what we do as sisters, Michelle. I think it's really important and um, to have people, and we have said this on numerous occasions on this podcast, but to have people on the journey with you, to have people that surround you, but have people that are growing with you and um holding you accountability on your growth, you know, holding you Mm -hmm. accountability on your story, reminding you of your story, reminding you of you, who you are, like the truths in your story. And, um, that, uh, you know, that you're beloved and your core identity, that is completely who you are, but then also stirring you on and cheering you on like, okay, come on, you know, you can do this. Like it is bitter than this and remind you that the horizon is hopeful, you know, Like, um, sometimes, especially when we're in hard seasons, like this too will pass and this season has a lesson in it and this season has a meaning in it. And, um, even though sometimes it feels like a grieving season or a death season, that there's a resurrection season that's coming, um, next and that we have to have, um, those people around us. But I'm just convinced more and more, um, we know this in our head that we are not meant to do life in isolation, as Heather said. We're meant to do it in community, but community is something that has to be cultivated. It doesn't happen. I wish it would like magically or instantly. It's something that has to be cultivated over time. And it has to something that has to be cultivated intentionally. Like as trees grow in a garden, I mean, trees grow in a forest, like that growth doesn't happen overnight. Like when you plant a tree, Mm -hmm. it's a little bitty thing, little soup, you know, it takes time for it to grow. But once it does grow and its roots get strong, it stays um, 
so long, like forever. Like I have this huge live oak tree in my backyard and it is over 150 years old. It is stunning. It's gorgeous. You know, it is yeah. just like a, a totally epic tree, but I'm like, mm-hmm. man, what are those roots underneath that look like? You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is just, um, that's my thoughts on tree, you know, Heather, mm-hmm. what about you? Yeah, one of the things that I loved in in learning a little bit about trees and the life of trees was that their root systems, like you mentioned, are are very intricate and they're they are wound together. You know, the yeah. tree roots sort of like all come together. And one of the things I read was that if if a tree is suffering in some way and lacking nourishment, the other trees will send nourishment through the root systems to the tree that is damaged or hurting. And I thought, wow, this is so representative of what we're talking about with abiding together and how we need to be community for one another. Um, because we are not alone, you know, in this and that when one is hurting, um, that the community really can rally around to send and bring life um, to someone who, who might need the support. And that's, I, I think in many ways, community is rather simple, but it, you're right, Michelle, it takes intentionality. For me, real community is about offering the gift of presence to one another. So being available, you know, being available for a phone call when it might not be convenient or being available mm-hmm. to go meet somebody when it's not necessarily convenient. But usually those are the moments where the roots grow deep and the roots intertwine together in the relationship is because you are offering the gift of presence and you are being there for someone. So in that sense, it's rather simple, but it does take some rethinking of how we operate in our life. And I think most of us mm-hmm. need to do that. You know, it's, it's easy to fall into, I always say like life is just happening to us. Like we're just dealing mm-hmm. with whatever life throws at us. And I hate living that way. I want to live my life where I'm making decisions, where I'm listening to the Holy spirit, where I'm open to what God is doing and moving, where when beauty moments of beauty happen, that I can pause and take it in and let it seep into my soul, that it's not just, you know, reacting to what whatever is coming at us. Um, so that's something that, you know, I'm really trying to grow in and that I, I have experienced the gift of presence from other people when they've been present to me in moments of need, whether it just be through a phone call or a text or, you know, or maybe bigger things sometimes when needed somebody, I was just going through kind of a difficult time and my sister-in-law sent me flowers and she lives in England. Like that was just mm-hmm. so unexpected and, and great, you know, but it doesn't have to be that far. It can be as simple as, Hey, let's get together. Um, even for five minutes in a parking lot, you know, and have a, have a connecting point. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. What both of you are saying, and especially as we talk about a new season and people often are looking for new things, like how can I, how can I be intentional? How can I grow? How can I form community? And, I was, there's something very powerful about presence. And I was just talking about that with some, uh, two young youth ministers the other day. And we were just talking about teen ministry and how easy it is for, you know, we all talk about how teens are always on their cell phones and it's just so difficult at times just to be present to one another. And I think we all as adults can relate as well, because to be present to somebody else means that you're going to lend your heart to them. And I just have been reading a book lately, which will be my one thing, which I'll talk about later, but it talks about the power of silence and presence of how silence is not an absence, but the fulfillment of all presence, because it makes space for God's presence in the fullness of his presence. And I was just blown away by that. And just in my own life and how, you know, when we talk about 
lending your heart to other people. That means you're going to get involved in their life and you're going to lend compassion. You're going to walk with compassion with them, not, you know, as somebody who's superior to them, but you're going to take them by the hand and journey with them. And that's when we know our own story, when we can allow Christ, the, the, the deeper recesses of our hearts where we abide with him. And then we can give that presence to others. And I think it's just so important this new year, really this new school year, whatever this year is, is to really make those decisions where if there's something in your life that really God is calling to be present to what he's doing in your life to really make the decision to open our hearts to that. And then, like you said, Heather, we begin to live differently. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it changes, it changes everything, but it's something that we need to make a decision to do. You know, like it yes. is so easy to fall into a utilitarian mindset with people. Like I just, oh. I'm trying to get things done off my to-do list and we may not even be thinking that, but when we pause to reflect and we go, how many people did I actually connect with or how many people was I oh. just like getting things yes. done and then moving on to the next thing? It is really hard. It is. It's something we have to be mindful of and we actually have to take time to reflect on it. You know, I remember a few years ago, we took the kids to Disneyland and um, there was like one Starbucks in the Disneyland. And of course, you know, that's where I was headed. So I was in this like monumental lineup of all lineups, like longer than any ride was to just get, get my coffee. And so it was super packed in the place. And when I got up to the front, you know, I made my order and I said, how are you? And she, this girl like just paused and was like, um, not good, actually. <laughs> she just sort of like shared how she was doing, but she said, nobody ever asked me how I'm doing, you know? And I thought, oh my gosh, what a shame. Like here she is in front of thousands of people every day and she's unknown. Basically, she's just somebody who's, you know, getting the order done and that's it. And it just caused me to reflect again, like, wow, like if we can just take moments to offer the gift of presence to people, and to really be in tune with how they are doing and what's happening in their life and breaking away from that utilitarian mindset, I think beautiful things can happen. And isn't it just, you know, Mother Teresa says something like, if if we don't have peace, it's because we've forgotten that we belong together. We belong mm-hmm. to one another. Yeah. And I think that that is so key in the world today. We look around at many of the problems that are happening and we have forgotten that we belong to each other. We have enemies now. It's them and us and, you know, all of these different things. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes it's in tragedy that we see people come together um, like we're, we're seeing after the the horrendous hurricanes that have happened in both of the places that you all live in, in Texas Mm -hmm. and, and in Florida, you know, it's, it's horrible what is happening. And my heart goes out to, to everybody there who is experiencing, you know, all of the damage and repercussions of that. And at the same time, these beautiful stories are emerging of people finally acknowledging we belong to one another. We need one another. We're going to help one another. We're going to just be there for one another. And it's incredibly beautiful. Mm. And I think there's something about the fall. Like, I don't know how old you have to get where you stop um, thinking that the new year starts with the new school year. Like, I mean, where you still count time in semesters and school <laughs> years. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's just me. But um, one of my favorite quotes is life starts all over again when it gets crisp in the fall. You know? Ooh, yes. And so I just love that. I mean, there's something magical when that fall air hits. And even in Florida, we're getting a little bit of fall air, I think. Thanks, Hurricane Irma. But anyway, um, we're getting a bit of that fall air, but it feels like a change, like a new season. And so with a new mm-hmm. season, there's an invitation. 
you know, there's an invitation, um, to new growth. There's an invitation to be intentional. There's an invitation to say, okay, Holy spirit, what do you have for me this year? Mm -hmm. You know, like we talked about, um, in last season's podcast, we talked about the new year, physical calendar year about a word for the year, but, um, God is about, um, time. I mean, we're liturgical people, so he's about time. So Mm -hmm. we're in a new season. So like how, and right now we're in ordinary time. And so he wants to go ordinary time is about growing, you know? So how does he want to grow us in this season? And, um, asking the Holy spirit, okay, where do you want to grow me? You know, what are you inviting me to and see it as a new season of adventure and not as a season of what do I have to do? Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, our task list or the burden. Mm-hmm. And, um, for those of us that are going through, um, things that are changed, like I'm watching, uh, we weren't hit very badly with the hurricane, but you know, our state was like, okay, what invitation are you inviting me to help others heal in the season, you know, to be present, where am I called mm-hmm. to be present to? And, um, and just really, you know, dive into that invitation and that new season. And, um, and one of the other things that reminds me of is one of my favorite movies is You Got Mail and with my Brian and Tom Hanks. You know, when she's talking about the fall, like that's how I get like, uh, you know, New York in the fall. I just want to buy everyone a bouquet of pencils and send up to, you know, like, yeah, like, come on, get your bouquet of pencils and send them to your neighbor. Like, come on. And so, um, you know, like wh- whatever you're called to, you know, like just seeing it as an invitation to newness. Mm-hmm. And I think too, mm-hmm. what you're saying, Michelle is very accurate. Like I know Jake and I sit down at towards the end of the summer <clears throat> to kind of go through our calendar again. Like, what are we doing this school year? What's happening? You know, you sort of relook at the calendar. We're sort of, you know, halfway two thirds through the year. Um, and at our parish, even we're, we're asking people to begin investing in the parish to make time for programs at the parish. And, and this stuff takes planning, you know, so I think it's a really good question to ask at this time of year, Lord, what do you want us to commit to as a family, as a couple, as a single person in our communities? You know, how do you want me to invest in people? How do you want me to invest in my parish? How do you want me to invest in the people that you've entrusted to me, whether it be family or, or communities of brothers and sisters? So I think those are excellent questions to be asking. Those are the questions that I'm currently asking as well. Yeah, so am I. And I think that's a great thing to ask the Holy Spirit. What a great thing versus I love that you said it's not just another thing to put on your to-do list, another thing to, to be like utilitarian about. But who is God calling me to encounter in this season of growth? And I do have to say, I was so convicted the other day that uh, I was I was going to be asked to do something, and I could see it coming on the horizon. I could I knew because I was the nun in the room, so they were gonna, I knew I knew I was like a prime target because they were going to ask me to do something. But I didn't know I was in a different place, so I didn't know how they did it at a certain place. And I could see my hesitancy of like I don't know how they do it, and I don't want to look stupid. Like I'm going to look like an idiot in front of all these people because I don't know how they do it. And I was at that moment, I was so convicted by the Holy spirit. And I learned about myself that how many adventures that I don't ever take because I'm afraid I might look stupid or I won't know what to do. And I felt so convicted. The Holy spirit saying to me, you need to say yes and just wade through the awkwardness. And if people don't get you or they think you're weird or you look stupid, that's okay. But just to be little and abide, and I'm going to take you to some beautiful places. And I, 
I just, it was, so for me, like that's seriously my area of growth. The Holy Spirit saying it's the little things like making conversation, even when it's awkward, just smile at somebody and make conversation. And it's okay if you don't know what to say, but just do it. Like just try Mm -hmm. it. So I really feel inspired by that of like, okay, Lord, that's my area for growth of really reaching out and being present to people. like, like you said at Starbucks or just in the day to day of like, what people is God sending into my life to bless me? And how am I going to be a blessing today to other people? How am I going to be a gift to others today? I know for myself, that's <laughs> something that he's calling me to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, if we use that, uh, mm-hmm. the analogy of the life of trees, you know, we see that some <clears throat> might be needing nourishment and other trees are able to give nourishment. You know, what, what stage are we in? What season are we in, in our, in our growing? You know, are we able, what are we able to offer? And I think often, even when we're in a season of need, <clears throat> we still have the ability to offer at the same time. And I think yes. to always be looking to make a gift of ourselves. Um, in whatever way. And even if it's a small way, like those moments are really, really important. St. Therese of the little flower was mm-hmm. the best <laughs> at that, you know, mm-hmm. it was the little way in the little things. So yes, we're called to look at big things and make big plans and make a big impact. But more importantly, it's like, how can we make a gift of ourselves in the ordinary? How can we be mm-hmm. present to the beauty of the ordinary? How can we be present to people who are ordinary? You know, yeah, mm-hmm. certainly. Yeah, I think that's something to to chew on as we kind of kick off the season in the new year. And so, ladies, it is time. It is time for our one thing, which we've got a lot of feedback from listeners who've really been enjoying our one thing. So, which I don't know, it challenges us to delve more deeply into the one thing. So, Michelle, you are full of adventures. What is your one thing right now that is just rocking your world, girl? Um, my one thing right now is a book. Are you surprised by this fact? And so, okay, this is really funny. We were talking about evacuating for the hurricane and, um, whether or not we would have to and like what we would bring, you know, and, um, I love our house. Like we finally have a house that, you know, we've always been on mission or something and I love our house, but I realized I wasn't overly attached to a lot of things in my house. I would pick pictures, my children, but then it came to my books and then I was like, Oh gosh, that would be rough. My, I mean, that was the only thing I was concerned about was like my books. Like <laughs> I could leave every ticker, leave everything else. I was like, which books would I bring? And my husband was just like, Oh, good Lord. And, um, but anyway, um, I'm in a book club and, uh, with a neat group of women that are in my neighborhood, all different walks of life. And, um, we're reading a book called South Toward Home by Margaret Eby. And it's all about oh. Southern writers. And this writer goes to the town of all these different Southern writers, which I totally want to do. We've already talked about doing a pilgrimage to all these different places, but she goes to Harper Lee to kill a mockingbird and her hometown. But my favorite chapter of course is on Flannery O'Connor and she goes to her hometown of Milledgeville and she tells stories that I had never heard about Flannery O'Connor before, like, um, her whole love of peacocks and stuff like that. And which I love. And then of course she goes to like where William Faulkner is. And I mean, but it's just beautiful, especially if you're Southern and literary and, um, it's just a great book. Yeah. So it's called South toward home, you know, Heather, you probably wouldn't like it. It's really Southern. And so, (laughs) <laughs> Come on, seriously. No. I like Southern people. Oh, yeah. I married one. Goodness <laughs> sakes. <laughs> Heather, what's your one thing? So my one thing is a very practical thing, but I've been using it nonstop the last 
three weeks. So it's a program online for um, doing designing and things like that called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. This is just like so practical, not spiritual at all. But I've been planning for um, a men's retreat that we're doing up here. And so I'm creating all kinds of signs and graphics. We redesigned our logo for our website because nothing was working and fitting. Um, my son is running for a leadership team. So I'm creating bookmarks for him on there. And it's just so easy. Like if you need stuff like that for school projects for kids, or if you're designing stuff for talks or any, any kind of presentation like that, Canva is the bomb. It's been saving my butt lately <laughs> with helping, you know, it offers like suggestions for design and everything. So I just want to recommend that for anybody who might need it. Uh, check out Canva. Sister, what's your one thing? Well, my one thing is the book I alluded to earlier, and it's much more serious. I like the Michelle's, but it's by Cardinal Robert Sarah, and the book is called The Power of Silence. Oh, yeah. And it is rocking my world. It's one of those books that you can only read a little at a time because it pierces you so deeply, and you just have to meditate and just marinate in it. But And obviously, as a nun, we have a lot of silence in our life, but I just noticed just the, just the beauty of, of just inviting that silence in and spending even more time in silence for me. There's a time for all things, but I just noticed more lately of where God is really speaking more deeply into the silence and the silence, not only just audible silence, but the silence in the depths of one's heart where we can hear our beloved speak to us. So if you're looking for a great book to just kind of kick off this school year and the power of silence by Cardinal Robert Sarah, I would just, I would highly recommend it. It's very good. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll be silent about it. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you once again, our dear listeners. And please check out our website, uh, abidingtogetherpodcast.com. It's brand new. Catch up on last season's episodes and check out all of our new graphics. And we have so much awesome, so many awesome things for you this season. We're going to have guests on. We might have a couple guys on. All right. Um, but Heather wants to add just one thing, I think, <laughs> before I get off here. Yeah, yeah, we, we, um, also are adding to the website to each, each episode. We're going to have discussion questions because we know that many people are meeting together, um, in groups, whether it be at homes or at parishes. So we're going to add some discussion or reflection questions if you just want to journal on your own, um, or if you want to discuss it with somebody. So those are going to be added to each episode and you can check it out on our website. How wonderful. Yes. So we are looking forward toward a new season of belonging together. And until we we are with you again, we'll be abiding together. God bless you. Bye-bye.